Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grad's Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 31st. I'm recording this after trick-or-treating. Happy Halloween. Hope everyone is enjoying the day uh, and being safe with your families. Um, So let's jump right into this before I cover the markets. Uh, I did want to welcome a few hundred of you to the podcast as well as the Substack. So I noticed a marketed increase in subscribers overnight through the day. Um, I have, um, I, I believe you may have found me through Adam Taggart and or the uh, Substack app. So uh, again, thank you again for subscribing. Um, for those that are new uh, to the podcast as well as the Substack, I wanted to at least uh, do some housekeeping. Uh, I just launched a promotion on Friday, so I'll just kind of repeat myself for the new people uh, who are on board. So for um, now until Cyber Monday, November 27th, I'm putting together a special promotion where all you have to do is subscribe, which you have, uh, and then pledge. So pledging shows future support for the work that I'm doing. Um, It doesn't cost you anything, but it's basically uh, pledging that once uh, the Substack launches a premium paywall that you are willing to subscribe. Now, it does require a credit card, but it's not charged, it's not billed. It doesn't bill until it actually goes live. And right now we're roughly, now after the few hundred that came on board in the past 24 hours, uh, we're right out about 1,400 subscribers total. So once we approach that 3,000 mark, 3,000 to 4,000, is when I'm planning uh, to launch a premium service, which will include items like a watch list that is uh, just for premium members, bullish, bearish, price levels, entries, exits, if-then scenarios. Number two, we'll have webcasts covering charts that I often publish on Substack Notes as well as in the show notes. So for each podcast that you listen to, if you go to the Substack uh, page of that podcast, not on Spotify, not on iTunes, but specifically on Substack, that show or that podcast will have show notes. And in those show notes, I'll um, post a um, kind of a uh, summary of how I look at the market, what I look for every day uh, in my system. And with that, I will post charts. Uh, so that will uh, include webcasts of those charts in the premium service, as well as additional uh, premium-only content, guest speakers, guest interviews, and um, just, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but as the community grows, I actually want to invite you, the subscriber, uh, and I would love to interview you guys and girls and women, uh, what uh, stocks, companies you recommend and why. And uh, it'll be called Talk Your Book. And I just would love to learn about everyone else's take on specific things. And uh, this way we can share and grow together. 
Um, so with that said, I've been really busy today. I've been running around. I, I didn't watch the entire session, but let's jump in to the, um, the standard flow of how I cover this. So for new highs for breath, we had 51. Now, we still have too many new lows. We have 433 new lows versus those 51 new highs. So still 10 to 1 here to the downside. But it's better than yesterday where we had, I think, like 40-something new highs and close to 800 new lows. So that's an improvement. And now we've had two straight days of rally, which is good, right? Like we're definitely oversold. We need to have a bounce here. And if there is going to be a Santa Claus rally, we have to uh, at least show some conviction to the upside. Um, we still have 82% of uh, stocks under the 50-day moving average, and we still have 77% trading below the 200-day. That's not good still. Um, one of the good things, well, I'll say this, overnight, um, into the open, the Dow was up 200 points. So we're actually closing uh, lower than that uh, prior to the market open. Uh, we lost the entire pre-market gain. We looked like we were going to sell off, and then we kind of rebounded, and we closed a little bit higher. Um, but when you take a look at kind of the sectors, pretty much all the sectors were green, except for basic materials, the leading sector was real estate up 1.69%. But in the afternoon, keep in mind, there was uh, some heavy headlines about uh, the National Association of Realtors, NAR, and um, Keller William um, Brokerage, uh, where they apparently uh, colluded, the jurors agreed, that they colluded to keep uh, commissions high and there might be a 1.8 billion dollar penalty I, i'm sure they're going to appeal this it's going to be dragged out in court but once that news hit zillow and other uh, online real estate uh, stocks kind of plummeted on that news the second leading sector today was technology that's great the third leading um, after technology was financial another good sign these are all good signs, okay? If you recall, what I had um, prescribed as needed ingredients for a true Santa Claus rally was that breath improves, which it has, but we still have 10x new lows versus new highs. We need to start seeing 500 new highs and 10 new lows. We still don't have that. I also mentioned that the Magnificent Seven needs to rally a lot into the end of the year because that's really the only game in town. Um, that still hasn't happened, but today was progress. Uh, I have not looked at all of the uh, Magnificent Seven charts, but I'm going to do that and let's see which are now above the 50-day moving average because yesterday, if you recall, we only had two. We have Microsoft and Amazon above its 50-day, a few sessions before it was just Microsoft and I thought we might lose Microsoft here um, but I'll cover that in a second as well um, 
yeah, let's go do the charts right now, and I'll kind of walk through them with you. So for the Magnificent Seven, Apple closed up uh, a quarter of a percent. Didn't really do much today. Um, Apple is right at its 200-day moving average, uh, literally. The 200-day moving average is 170.63. The close was 170.73. So it's only 10 cents above the 200-day. And they report on Wednesday. Uh, most likely, they're going to beat. They have a history of beating uh, low estimates. But really, what's going to um, matter is the reaction. All right. So they report after close on Thursday. I mean, Wednesday. Uh, let's see how they do. And then after they report... After the close Wednesday, then there's the overnight session where that is absorbed. Then on Thursday, you have, oh wait, I'm, I apologize. I got the dates wrong. Wednesday, you have the Federal Reserve rate decision and forecast. Okay, that's going to move the markets. That's the big event this week. And then after that is the Apple earnings. So if... There's a couple of ways this can go, right? It's a one-two punch. If whatever happens on Wednesday with the Federal Reserve rate hike or not hiking and the future forecast of the dot plot, if we rally, it's going to help Apple on Thursday, no matter what they say, because they're definitely going to beat. But even if like they say, oh, you know, there's some softness in devices, Apple iPhones or whatever, uh, bad news can be good news. If everyone is like, oh, you know, the Fed said they're done hiking, you know, I'll give an example. If the Federal Reserve does not hike and says, you know what, we don't need to get to 2% inflation, we change our mind, I think 3.5% inflation is good enough. We're going to rally 2,000 points on the Dow, and it won't matter what Apple reports. Um, so... Wednesday session is going to be really important on the Federal Reserve hikes. Um, I digress. Amazon, uh, we are still above the 50-day, but barely. At least we're well above the 200-day, which is good. So Amazon is helping hold the markets up. Google has been really weak. Um, although we've never tested the 200-day moving average below, we are well below the 50-day moving average. Whether we get back up to 134 from here, we close at 124, is yet to be seen. Uh, it'll be important for the general market to see Google try to attempt to get to the 50-day. If we can't get there, uh, it won't be good news. Meta has been super strong as of um, in relative to the Magnificent Seven, but as of late, it has dipped below the 50-day, and we are just under the 50-day. It actually closed down half a percent today, despite the markets being up uh, so heavily today. The Nasdaq was up 61 points, so um, that's interesting that Meadow was down. I'm literally seeing that right now as I'm recording this with you guys. Microsoft, um, again, has been uh, one of the stronger ones. Uh, it never lost the 50-day since it rallied above it in September. And it looks okay. It doesn't look like it's at risk right now. It, it back-tested the 50 and it bounced multiple times. Um, so definitely one of the stronger ones here of the Magnificent Seven. 
NVIDIA uh, closed down almost 1% today, and it doesn't look good. I'll be honest with you, if NVIDIA uh, manages to break this level of uh, Tuesday's low, we're going to go to 360 to test the 200-day moving average. And Tesla, uh, that doesn't look too great either. We were up today 1.75%. Uh, we've already hit my target of uh, 200, and uh, we dipped just below it today, but we rallied a little bit back. If we lose this level of like 190-ish, um, we're probably going to keep falling till 160. Uh, so that's not good news for Tesla either. Um, so that's general pulse of the markets today. Uh, I think it's positive that we were able to put two good days in a row. Um, but keep watching yields. Yields are still too high. Uh, that's the last ingredient that I need to see before we can say, hey, here's a Santa Claus rally. We need to see 10-year yields below 4.5%. We're nowhere near that. We're still in the 4.8s. Um, when you take a look at financials and JP Morgan, we were JP Morgan was up 1.15% today. But keep in mind, it's been down very, very hard after earnings. After blowout earnings, uh, they popped to like 153, and it's been just selling off, slicing through the 50, slicing through the 200, just hoping to uh, get some type of support here. We're back testing the 200 day above. We may pierce it, we may sit around there at the 200 day, but if that fails, we're going probably to like 130, 125. That would be a huge move for JP Morgan. Keep watching regional banks. Uh, the index that I watch is KRE. Uh, that also um, bounced today up half a percent, but it looks really sick. It looks like an upside down cup and handle. If it breaks this uh, 36 level, as well as this long-term trend line dating back to 2007 great financial crisis, who knows where we're gonna go? Uh, we might, you know, dip down to 25 on KRE or even lower. Um, keep watching semiconductors. Uh, the semiconductors had an okay day. They're up 0.71%, but they're precariously perched on the 200-day moving average. So we may try to test the falling 50-day above us, um, but if we don't have the momentum to get there and this 200-day cracks, we're going to 120 on SMH. So uh, with that, uh, before I sign off, again, I want to thank all of the new subscribers to the Substack that came on board in the past 48 hours. Uh, you can kind of check out the entire archive of the previous posts and podcasts on Substack. Uh, don't forget to follow on Substack Notes, which is the equivalent of like almost X slash Twitter, but on Substack. And I will see you guys after the Wednesday Federal Reserve rate hike session. Have a good one.